Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly episode 7, uh, 2nd July 2019. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Fellows Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. I'm Sean. And I'm JK. This week, Trash is an app that edits your videos. Telegram adds a bunch of group chat capabilities. Facebook may let us turn off in notification docs. Advertisements come to Instagram's explore feature. There was a cool game on Twitter that Apple is trying out. YouTube gives recommendation power to the people. And Facebook will create a third-party board to oversee content decisions. There's uh, quite a bit of content this week because last week we focused um, too much on the Facebook itself. Facebook Libra. So um, yeah, so we're just trying to cram everything in for the whole week. And back to our stories. Trash is an app that edits your videos. Video editing is a daunting thing, mostly because most people think they are simply not good enough. Um, it isn't surprising when we compare ourselves to some of the best ones on social. Mm-hmm. We always have that kind of thing, right? Like yeah. We want to create an, a video for our trip or something, but then you go watch one of some of the, the best influencers, <laughs> best travel influencers, and you're like, nah, I don't think I can pull that off. <laughs> yeah. So what Trash is doing is it's aiming to close this gap. There is an app, uh, it's actually an app that takes all the videos shot on your phone. Uh, let's say it can be categorized in your folders, right? And convert it into a video clip. They have an AI that can identify interesting scenes in a video and compile them into a clip worthy of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seen some of the samples, which are quite nice. I don't know if um, it really is done by the AI or human. AI <laughs> or actually humans just, just doing a PR thing. So Trash is actually in open beta now and it's only available on iOS at the moment. Uh, they say that the AI is still in the learning stage. If it manages to grow into a proper video editing powerhouse, which how it does it is the more videos it edits, the better it becomes at editing videos. Uh, if it does happen, imagine how many people will start losing their jobs. Mm, okay. Mm, this is a very interesting thing, provided if the AI can identify interesting scenes. Yeah. So because this is very, very big. What what Trash is saying is that uh, they actually use movies, mm. the, the the cinematography use movies as a benchmark for how the AI is learning right now. So they okay. actually uploaded a bunch of uh, 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 motion pictures to, to use it as a benchmark for the AI to learn. Uh-huh. But motion picture and social media is different, okay. right? And they say that they, they, uh, the AI will first capture faces mm-hmm. and also actions. So if the actions are quite like, you know, there's a lot of erratic action, then mm-hmm. it could be something that someone would want to put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, it's, it's like, it's, it's quite hard to determine. It is. It's, it's hard to determine because I would imagine like, for example, some of the best, some of the best done videos, right? Uh-huh. The, see, the, the scenes and cuts are a bit, it based, it's based on the feeling. Mm, correct. So some of the scenes may not be the most appealing. Appeal, not the most active. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah, but it it's, is appealing. It's still like okay. Let's say life of pie. Yeah, there's nothing much action going on. It's just yeah. water and a boat and the tiger. Yeah, <laughs> but how would the AI determine whether that is a nice scene? 
Yet yeah. people think that is a nice thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I think um, this is the part where the AI needs to learn the element of art. Yeah. Which, the rule of thirds, the whole person. Composition. Yeah, composition. Cinematography. Cinematography. When to take uh, fast moving action scenes and when to take slow moving non-action yeah. scenes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, this one, this, this would be quite interesting. But then the next question I'm going to ask like, what is down the road, right? Trash learns what trash is doing. <laughs> then the whole thing that's uploaded will be very plain boring. Nothing's going to be new anymore. Already, you know? Yeah. So, yes. so everything's going to be flat. Everything in Instagram will look the same. Yes, yes. I think that's a very good, I think that's yeah, a very good way of looking at it. Because if everybody is using, using trash, trash yeah. to create videos, then everyone will have the same kind of video story. Yeah. Then whatever that's interesting will no longer be. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the same really. Everyone's doing it. It's like a factory. Yeah, fa- factory man- man- production. Yeah, it's like a factory production. So yeah, you know. <laughs> I think that's a good point that you're bringing up. Um, so I don't think that videographers and video editors will lose their jobs. I yeah. think this is just for the really, really super casual ah, correct, correct. that uh, apps are trying to fill. The non-skilled, like just app stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the AI, re- the AI will replace those that is like basic. Very, very basic. It's like, <laughs> the basic it's like a very photographer filmora, <laughs> very GoPro quick kind yeah, of yeah, version. Yeah, correct, correct. Whereas the, the, the really pro photographer and videographer, which not many, will survive. Yeah, yeah. That is, true. Survive. that is true. <laughs> All right, next up. Telegram adds a bunch of group chat capabilities. Telegram has been taking a strong stance on turning chat into social media lately. They just announced a few group function that will do just that. First is the introduction of location-based group that allows us to search based on location, public group chats. This is a cool feature that allows people to start and participate in seminar groups and cafe chat rooms. It also released a function to transfer ownership rights of group from one account to another. Although possibly, Created as a way for user to evade authorities from closing a chat room down, normal law-abiding citizens can also make use of this feature to transfer group ownership between employees. Yep, I think this is very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a new level of social media. Yeah, it's it well um <laughs> socializing. I, I don't think it's a new level of social media. From where I see, it's uh, they are bringing back the old style social media when it was a very chat room. Chat, chat room, room based on location. Yeah, chat room. Uh, so so what that like the only thing that this thing has that chat rooms don't used to have is the location. Yeah. Right. Oh. And you have public chat rooms, you have private chat rooms. So imagine if let's say if uh, you run a cafe, mm-hmm. right, and um, you want. You open up a public chat room, uh, which is location based, so yeah. anyone can go in there and just chat with anybody else. Yeah, it's like, hey, who's that dude on the or that girl on the table nine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on the table nineteen. You know, yeah, uh, um, what's your name? Uh, what's yeah. That kind of stuff. Or, yeah. or you can like uh, have a chat room who that will that will um, which is also based on a cafe where you can actually arrange for meetups with different people. Cafe meetups, okay. Yeah. All right. Cafe meetups, so it can actually become a, a physical social location because you have a chat room based on that location. So people uh-huh. can actually, they don't have to be in the location in order to chat with people who okay. are also. So it's like, it sounds like a Facebook group chat function. In now. a way, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a Facebook group chat thing. Uh, 
it will also work for let's say uh well from a brand point of view right let's say you have seminar groups let's mm-hmm. say if you have a talk or a forum coming up in two weeks time in that in that specific location right mm-hmm. so you open up a public chat room mm-hmm. where anybody who is uh, interested who, who's interested or who is participating in the forum can actually go for the the event and then you know they can start talking and and and, and discussing uh, stuff like right even before yeah, yeah or maybe even after the forum is finished mm, okay yeah cool so so it's sort of like it's, uh, there will be two functions like one is location location based and one is what you call it theme based what do you call it location based theme yeah category based category based, yeah, category yeah. based. so the the other thing i'm thinking about also is that you know how when you go for seminars and then you have a q a right after yeah right that and one then, can be replaced yeah immediately and, and 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 now you have two formats one is someone goes up to the mic and asks the question yep Another one is they actually post a question onto like a little platform, uh-huh. like a forum platform. Usually, it's a paid thing. Then the the invigilate the 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 person who is moderating the talk will actually ask the question on behalf of people. People just text. Mm, yeah, yeah. But if you have a chat room, then that actually eliminates it, it, that, it helps so that side as well. Yeah, very yeah. good. And also, it's a live chat function as well. So, so to say, lah. Yeah, yeah. It can be a live chat function. So you can actually like, for example. If we are doing a podcast live, right, yeah. we can actually have a chat room out and people can actually chat and at the same time we can we can see what are the questions that are that they're popping up and stuff yeah, like that. Popping that up and we can see. actually communicate with our audience as well. Yeah, yeah. I've seen before one podcast, what they do is the moment they do podcasts, it's live, then they will sort of like discussing and then there will be that one group of admin mm. that will help announce the live chat question yeah, yeah. and then the podcaster will immediately answer on yep, behalf yeah so i think that's that's i think that is the evolution of podcast yeah. in the future so. yeah and even for future seminar groups let's just say you don't even have to be present at the seminar already mm. to to know about the seminar stuff you can just online and chat yeah for events so quite cool it works hmm. So there is also a function, right, to transfer the ownership rights of mm-hmm. groups from one account to another. Um, that one, I think, it's already available on like chats, like WhatsApp. Mm, it's, it's like passing right. the baton. Yeah, passing the baton. So this works in a company where you have uh, multiple employees that are, let's say, temporarily taking charge of a chat room. Mm. And then once the employee leaves or if they're an intern, once they leave, they can actually... Make admin. Yeah, <laughs> they can actually make someone else admin and then they can leave. So the chat room will not stop. It mm. will continue going. Correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the usual thing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But it's but it's nice to see what Telegram Telegram is been doing lately. Uh you know, the kind of moves that they are. That yeah, they're I think that the, the main focus is to um, explore more possibility for group chats. Yeah. The most important is the group chat. Too. Yes. Uh, yep. Mm. All right, next, next up. up. Facebook may let us turn off notification dots. <laughs> I, I'm in love with this. <laughs> Facebook, key. like every other social media company and even iOS and actually even Android now, uh, knows how annoying your OCD is uh, when it gets when it comes to needing to check your mobile device, right? <laughs> so they always put that little red dot with or without a number at the top right corner of the icon. Do you get that one? <laughs> Mm, not for me because I of all sorts right. of notifications. <laughs> turn off all notifications. I turn off all my notifications yeah. as well. Um, because Android um, O, O, yeah, O is the one, or P, P. That's the one that came out with uh, with notification thing at the corner, just like 
iOS, which I saw and I immediately turned it off because I don't like to no, be reminded no. of how many texts I have left. Yeah, it's so annoying. And so Facebook has this. Um, when you go into Facebook, you get to see a little red dot when someone wants to add you as friend. Uh, a red dot when you have a notification. A red dot when you know all these kind of things. Yeah. And Facebook is is considering letting us remove this. There mm -hmm. will be a there will actually be a feature. Uh, to remove this thing. And I think it's good. In the app itself. In the app so itself. So it's not the Facebook like like, like Facebook It'll probably be a setting. setting you have okay. to go into a setting and you have to disable the notification dot. I don't know okay. what it's gonna call it. Um but and I don't think that they're gonna put it in a place where it's very easy to find. The set yeah it's gonna be very Facebook setting is the worst built ever. <laughs> so but I do think it, that it's a good control that they're giving users. Uh, I think Ultimately, what they're looking at is um, an opportunity. Like, like this is the beginning of the part where they let go of their idea of trying to trying to get us so addicted, keep keep us in the platform, getting us addicted to it. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's a good move for them to start doing this. I hope that they do more stuff <laughs> to reduce our addiction to social media. Maybe they have a period where, okay, let's make, let's make the whole world addict to it. Like, let's try 80%. So yeah. the moment when we release, at least 40% is like subconsciously Still addicted to it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. There has been a lot of talk, even among the social media and marketing realm, of uh, trying to get everyone to reduce our addiction yeah, to social media. Really boring. Yeah. From the from the marketer's point of view, we are not we are not supporting addiction because the more time we spend on social media, the less actual attention we have on it. Which mm. means that if we have no quality time on social media, right, we don't actually pay attention to it. We are like zombie switching between yeah, we're zombie scrolling, we are switching between doing something else and also on social media. Mm -hmm. So the attention we have is so little, it is very easy for for our audience to lose focus or, or the purpose not, in life. Yeah, <laughs> the purpose in, in life, social media. They they do not actually watch or see what is going on on the post. So mm. the post that we we create it becomes so so subconscious. Yeah. That we can spend so much time coming up with a very valuable video or something and people just don't see it because their mind is elsewhere yeah you 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 ain't want a subconscious traffic <laughs> yeah so we would mindless we would, we would prefer a more quality uh, viewing experience rather than a quantity viewing experience yes correct so from that point i think um if and when when actually uh when when the world's population gets to reduce our usage on social media we will hope to be able to see a higher conversion rate, mm. and higher click-through rate. Yes. So now we're looking at like 1%. 1% is really damn good, you know, 0.1% <laughs> sometimes. So if people switch from quantity to quality, we probably might be hitting like somewhere between 20 to 30%. Yeah, it's easily. And then easily. this number is like, it's good for everyone. Yeah. So so it's actually a good thing for everyone. Mm. Quantity game are now they're playing. Yeah. But I am... Uh, the, mom the moment the birth or the ideology of notifications comes up right from our smartphone at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who created this notification thing. It's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Alright, next up. Advertisement come to Instagram Explore Future. Coming from a Facebook-owned company, it isn't surprising. But this time their move is a little less in your face, which we appreciate. 
Previously, we could tap into a post from the explore section and none of the scrolled posts will contain ads. This will soon change for us all. When ad will appear once every three explore posts, we see this doesn't mean the ad will directly appear on explore tab. We will have to select one of the explore posts, then scroll down to see ads appearing. Good. <laughs> Very good. So you know you know how uh, first you go into the explore tab, right? Then you get like a three by infinity image and mm. videos that, that get scrolled down. They say that the advertisement will not appear in that that area. It will not appear in the scroll. But what happens is if you click one video or one post, and then from there you continue to scroll, then it becomes then it goes into the post format, right? Mm -hmm. When you keep scrolling, the ads will appear there. So I'm expecting it to appear like one every three posts, kind of like mm -hmm. our own feed. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, which is also good because it allows us an additional place to ads correct absolutely. and it's not very invasive because we are already used to having ads in our in our feed anyway, <laughs> right so yeah i don't think it's much of an issue it's, it's like it's like them having their salesman in the store <laughs> yeah like the moment you step into the store then ah the salesman will start hello you yeah but if you're at yeah, the concierge table or the what well, the concierge center and the salesman won't come and yeah. tell you yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true, that's true. so you have to actually get past the concierge first and then the salesman comes Comes come to you, you. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So let's say you you look at three pairs of shoes and a fourth pair. Uh, yeah, that comes over. Hi, 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 like this pair of shoes instead. Yeah, instead of at the conscious, then Nike steals me. Hi, 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 hi. But it's but I think this will work better than our own newsfeed because when we are exploring, right, we already are categorized based on our interests. Mm. So I think advertisements there have a higher conversion rate. rate than if it's on your post or even on your stories because when it's on your post and your stories right there is a level of guessing mm. right they guess that you might like this or that yeah. but if you're already exploring a single uh, a certain category of interest they know for sure because you're exploring that category yeah 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 it's like you you already want in Nike you you, you yeah, somewhat exactly, have right? you already know you already know you want something yeah exactly so if you walk in Nike they already know that you probably want something from Nike <laughs> They got it? Yeah, so they really got you. <laughs> All right. Next up. There was a cool game on Twitter that Apple is trying out. Early June, Twitter users started a cool game called Choose Your Own Adventure, where other users were given a set of tasks and asked to choose which to perform. This is very interesting. I, I was testing it out. I was playing this game and I fell into it. <coughs> so one amazing game was called Being Beyonce's <laughs> Assistant Today. Try not to get fired. <laughs> so in the game, right, readers are given multiple tasks and asked to choose. After choosing, they would be given a reply and if they are still not fired, be given another task. The goal here was to stay as an <laughs> assistant for as long as they could. Oh my god, why Beyonce? <laughs> this is really amazing. So for example, you were asked to buy Beyonce's breakfast. So you have three choices. You have to choose one. If you choose the right one, you'll be asked to choose which... Uh, if you choose the right one, then you will get her positive response. Uh -huh. If you choose the wrong one, then uh, she will, like, will, will get angry, you. she will sack you, and then she will go find another assistant. So let's say if you choose the right one, she will give a response, maybe like, oh, she really likes it, it's really good for her tone and body and everything like that. And then you go to the next one, where they will ask her, uh, they will ask you, she wants to FaceTime one of her daughters, uh -huh. which one should she choose? 
Mm. And you have, if you choose the wrong one, she sacks you. Which doctor is it? The, which the doctor, doctor to yeah. choose? Yeah. Uh. yeah, which doctor to choose? Wow, wow. So, <laughs> such a subjective. This, yeah. It's so a personal. bit of a subjective thing and sometimes things don't make sense. There is no right or wrong. <laughs> it's just a matter of trying to survive yeah. uh, the longest. And also how, how well you know your boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or how well you, you guess, you Correct. try to guess the best, uh, the best answer. Mm. And the thing is, these are create these kind of games are created by users who may or may not even know much about Beyonce. Yeah. It's just a fun game. So the, the key point here is that Apple actually pulled the same stunt um, with a lot less public traction, mm-hmm. regrettably, to promote their Apple TV Plus. So they they recently released an Apple TV Plus, which is kind of like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game starts by choosing, so you're able to choose which kind of shows to watch tonight whether you want to go drama or you want to go romantic, right? Then as let's say, for example, you choose drama and then you go down the rabbit hole. What kind of drama do you want? Mm. What kind of storyline do you want? Do you want current or do you want old? These kind of things. So then you will then you will end up with a movie that Apple recommends, mm-hmm. which conveniently can be watched on, on TV+. Mm-hmm. It is safe to say that, use, that Twitter users didn't accept this spin very well. I, I read quite a lot of negative feedback. <laughs> Because it was quite a blatant promotional piece from Apple. Okay. It, it was just an ad. It's like they take the idea from something in Twitter uh-huh. and then they just Put it. literally convert it into a sales piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, while from the surface, it seems like it's a good idea to do that. But I think people were not happy because... It's Apple. They it, expected them to have originality kind of thing. I don't think so. I think, well, first of all, Apple was never had a very good history with social media mm-hmm. because they have flopped in all content marketing and social media. <laughs> so it's not because they don't want to do it, it's because they've never done it well. But I think the second, the, the key here is that when people play these games, right, they don't expect a brand to come in here and try to sell something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, okay, I just want to play it. Suddenly, yeah, you know, right. At least if they play, the, yeah, it caught me by surprise. Oh, you're trying to sell me something. But if you just want to play the game for the sake of riding on the hype, and it's fine, mm-hmm. right? Like awareness piece, like a fun, fun thing. But if you want to end up selling something to someone, I think it's it's quite a dangerous path, even for Apple mm-hmm. to, to go into. Very sub- it's a very subtle step. La. It's yeah. not obvious enough. Well, there's a fine line between there's a fine line between what is obvious and what is not obvious yeah. <laughs> for marketing. So well, I think they're just, they're just having a very Christian negative punya commenter lah, keyboard warriors. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's always keyboard warriors in Twitter anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, YouTube. YouTube gives recommendation power to the people. YouTube has been under continual pressure for their problems with their recommendations. From kids watching weird and sick version of kiddie shows to adults getting fat conspiracy theories that are not fact checked. Their recommendation brings people down places they are initially didn't intend to be. The company just said they will they will start giving us more power over what we see in the recommendation feed. This includes toggles that let us better filter content and also the ability to hide certain kind of content or channel from their feed. While it's difficult to predict how these controls will these controls will alter the content that gets recommended, at least we know we now have the power to stay on the right track. Mm, kinda like, kinda like the search engine of Facebook where it's negative keyword and positive keyword. Mm, is it? Yes and no. What happens is that it it's is... Like Google. 
The recommendation will still work the same. Mm. The only difference is that users get to control. Let's say, for example, when you see a see a video mm. from a category of your choice, let's say you want to you've been watching something about uh, say plant about plant, mm. right? And then you see videos from a a channel that also does the same thing, which you don't agree with. Mm -hmm. So then you can actually hide their channel mm. from your recommendation. Okay. So one thing is how people use YouTube is they just play one video and then they let recommendation do the work. Mm. Automation. And the next and the next and the next. So how it's been going on that created this, this uh, scandals and problems was that the recommendations start to show things that are irrelevant. Mm. Like from plants to other people who are trying to game the SEO by saying that it's about plants, but actually it's about buildings or it's about, you know, flowers or it's about earth. Mm. And then from earth, it becomes talking plastic about waste. plastic <laughs> waste. From plastic waste, it becomes talking about, you know, ah. so it's like, it's like a rabbit hole that, that, that goes endless and it becomes completely something different than what you initially wanted to see. Yeah. So this was actually a lot more dangerous with kids. Because I was, there was one point of time where there were people, I don't know why people do that, but kids like to watch cartoons, right? And there are these people who actually create these cartoons using similar form of animation, mm -hmm. but it is actually quite sick cartoons. It's, it's like, like one like cartoon a... character killing another cartoon uh, character. Uh, what is it called? Is it Tree Friends? Or play no, it's, it's not Happy Tree Friends. Happy tree. No, 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 it's no, not no, Happy no. Tree Friends. This is, this even, this is quite sick because Happy Tree Friends uh, uh, they, not sing, they, <laughs> they outright tell you that it's not for kids. Ah, okay. Right? But this one is, they mask it as if it's a kid's cartoon. Oh, okay, okay. And they have all these kind of things like, like the, the brother will have sex with the sister. <laughs> you know, these kind of weird, sick stuff, you know? And kids who are like one, two years old, even less than one year old, they are watching these things and they are learning about it. It's a kind of subliminal <laughs> messages that they are, that they are getting. So, how this content managed to get by is because they are masked as the same kind of content as the mm. ones before. Okay, okay. And the one after gets a little bit distorted and the one after gets a bit distorted and distorted and distorted. As they go by, it completely converts into something else. Okay, got it. It's like, it's like wrapping, wrapping a condom thing with a very cartoonish punya gift wrap. Yeah. <laughs> then you give to the kid. Oh, I thought it's a kid's toy. Then open up a condom. Yeah. <laughs> so, thing. so, um, so what, what this is doing is that I think this is YouTube saying there's nothing we can do with the recommendations because we try our best to control the kind of content based on the category, based on the AI, uh, you know, and based on whatever that is in there, but some might get past. Mm. But what they are saying is, however, we are also giving you control of it so you can actually block some of these channels. It's like two people, two, two yeah. helpers. It, it, one it's is a two-way thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a two-way thing. So Google will do the best that they can do, but they also allow us some control so that you know, we can actively control as well. Mm. Yeah, I think this is a good step so. Because, you know, you can't learn finish what we want. Yeah. <laughs> even sometimes we don't know what we want. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right? Even sometimes we don't know what we want. And some are recommended to like, hey, this, this is interesting, yeah. right? Uh, but we don't know what we, we don't want when we see them. We're like, okay, I don't want this. Yeah, yeah, block yeah. this. I don't want that. Block that. Sometimes you get conspiracy theories. You just don't want to listen to them. You just don't want, you to, just want to filter it off. Yeah, you just want facts, you know, from, from real people. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up. Facebook will create a third-party bot to oversee content decisions. The thing is, damn if they do, damn if they don't. <laughs> Facebook has been blamed for either censoring or not censoring controversial <laughs> accounts, right? They censor 
the far right in the US and the conservatives complain and say that they are censoring them. They censor this and someone complains. They don't censor and someone complains. <laughs> so this time, they decided to pass the power to an external body. Scapegoat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It sounds like a... Really sounds like someone's like, hey, don't blame me. Blame those guys are, yeah, those are, guys are the ones that are in charge of yeah. So here's the outline <laughs> which, uh, which they came out with of what this body will operate under. Number one, independence. Facebook will have no influence over the, the decision this body makes and that decision will need to be based on principles and human rights rather than profits. Mm -hmm. Number two, selection. This board, has, this board has the right to select cases which they want to work on and they can bring in expertise in their own fields to consult. Number three, diversity. The body needs to consist of people from all backgrounds and differing interests so the interests of everyone in the world can be looked after. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so diversity will have to include, let's say, people from different races and religions, uh, 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 sexual preferences, different backgrounds, different mm. parts of the world, uh, men, women, you know, all the all sorts. Of. Yeah. And uh, different religions, different party, you know, leanings and everything. Facebook says that this board will possibly have 40 representatives. You mean 40? You mean 40 scapegoats? 40 scapegoats <laughs> to do this. If anything goes wrong with Facebook's and content, they'll point to the folks. Yeah. Really, I mean, if, if Facebook comes to you and say, I want to hire you for this job. <laughs> Get ready to be a scapegoat, man. Yeah. And, and you possibly spend more time in, uh, in the... <laughs> Fighting some legal, yeah, fighting some 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 legal, you know, lawsuits <laughs> than actually doing your work. If you're up to it, Facebook will pay you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Poor soul. <laughs> yeah, poor soul. All right. All right, that's all for Social Media Weekly. We move on to this week's Quora Query. SMW Quora Query is a section where we scout where we scour Quora for interesting social media or marketing topics and we give our thoughts. This week's query of the week. How to grow my brand social media account without spending money. So before we begin, we just want to address the fact that everything in the world isn't free. Mm -hmm. Everything costs you something, right? This includes social media. Yeah. Although it appears as if one can simply just create content for free and post it out. The work that goes behind the scenes require expertise, equipment, and time. All of which can be translated to cost. Yeah. So... There are essentially two ways to grow your social media brand account, like everything else, either with time or money. If you're insisting on trying out by yourself, <laughs> here are some tips that we have for you to follow. Well, okay. All right, go ahead with the first one. Next up, knowing the right platform to use. Contrary to popular belief, every single digital marketing platform out there today has its own unique selling propositions. Starting, starting by understanding what kind of brand you are and what kind of products or services you sell. Visual heavy products and services like F&B and fashion works better on Instagram. While more technical categories like specialized gear work better on Facebook. B2B, however, works better with LinkedIn and email marketing. And each of those platforms work very differently in terms of kind of content to create and how to communicate with them. Understanding that and being able to build a campaign around that understanding is the key to create good content. And good content is what your audience wants to see, not just sales. Yep. So even before we begin with 
what kind of content you want to create or or you know like like how you want to position yourself we first have to ask the question what is the platform that is best suited for your social uh, for your business mm, for correct. your product or service yeah 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 platform itself it's like it's just take it as like it's a location where what kind of crowd will be there yeah well, yeah like, yes yes like like you you don't go you go and you don't go and sell you don't go and sell toys rs toy at and you don't go to kindergarten and sell alcohol <laughs> so, so there is a group of people and and sometimes like for example instagram is a very um, short attention span kind of platform mm-hmm. so if you want to do a bit more of uh, like uh, very high like long article kind of format a lot of description everything it doesn't work with instagram instagram don't even have most of the links and the call to actions functions that Facebook has. Yep. Uh, but Facebook's crowd is a bit different. LinkedIn's crowd is also different. LinkedIn's crowd is very, very professional. Professional. Points. They want value stuff. And then you throw some memes in there and they'll be like, ah, you know, save this for Facebook. It's not professional enough for me. <laughs> although they are on Facebook. <laughs> although, they are, although they are also on Facebook, they kind of switch to a different mode yeah. on different platforms. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, so it's very important to know, uh, first of all, what kind of product and service you sell, um, how technical it is, and how visual it is, and what kind of platform works. If you're also looking for multiple platforms, uh, also remember that different platforms have content that works differently. You mm. cannot have, you cannot like create one, one video and all. post everything. It doesn't work like that as well because people don't absorb things the same way. Mm-hmm. All right. So the second thing is to have a strong social media presence. There's a classic saying that having a dead social media account is worse than not having one at all. <laughs> uh, which means that if you want to start it, you better make sure that you have some content to put inside. Yeah. Because if someone goes in there and it's been like dead for months and years, oh, that's just not good. <laughs> a strong presence stems from the ability to create consistent content week in, week out. And these content need to connect your expertise and your audience value from it. This is very important because you, if you have expertise and your audience is not interested in it, then there is no connection. Mm. Nobody wants to watch your stuff. If you have expertise and your audience has value from your expertise, then you have a connection. Mm-hmm. Then your content makes sense. If it doesn't create value for your audience, they're near worthless. The next is animations and videos. We know that images don't work very well these days on social. So create more videos or animated images to capture attention. Then use strong tel- strong storytelling skills to retain their attention throughout your content and the next and the next. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about animations and videos here, we talk about it can be something as simple as an animated GIF mm-hmm. to actually full-on produce video using like uh, 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 Premiere Pro, Final Cut. Uh, that's because although images still work, the the impact is a lot less. Yeah, people are more videos. Be, uh, moving stuff captures more. Yeah, attention. moving stuff catches more attention. We're like flies, you know, you get to see the light, then we just like, you know, automatically get drawn to the light. For us, it's moving objects. Yeah. Um, so creating videos and animated images take a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, it's very time consuming. And there is also the question of you can't just put any kind of video and expect people to consume the video. It has to have a storytelling format mm-hmm. like uh, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 so that people can, you know, uh, really, yeah, they, you keep capturing their attention. You must have the hook, you must have the struggle, and you must have the resolution. 
Yeah. Very different. It's like how all stories, the, the introduction, right, of what to expect, and then something goes wrong, and how the protagonist fix the problem. Mm. So that makes it a bit more of a compelling thing, and it gets people to watch it all the way till the end. Yeah, people don't like 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 some some <laughs> unsequenced. Yeah, like, can no <laughs> sequence, no story. Nobody <laughs> talks about it. Nobody yeah, shares it. Imagine the thing just just changed. Then you're like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Engage with your audience. To be social is to have two way communication. Spend time every day going through your social media platforms and respond to your audience. Be as human as possible, and be ready to accept criticism constructively. Yeah, yeah. this is one thing people, sh- business owners especially, need to need to really focus on. Yeah. So there is a time when they need to put like to sit down and look at all their social media platforms and see all the comments that come in and then respond to the comments. Yeah. Whether it's like, oh, thank you very much for your feedback. We will look into it, or hey, that's a good idea. Or, you know, just to have fun with it. And it's not once a day. It's like day. maybe once an hour. every hour. Correct. Yeah, it's just like your your it's just like your customer rep. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. need to pick up the call. You need to pick up the call. You need to do some customer service. You need to build a rapport and relationship. Like, for example, this morning, I found out that Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. the, one of my favorite TV shows, um, was uploaded, was made available on Netflix, right? So I did a screenshot this morning and then I, I posted it on my Insta story and I tagged Netflix Malaysia mm-hmm. and I got a response. Okay. It was a very simple response. Like, right? The guy you. behind was just like, no, we're just laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, ha, ha, okay. But it was fun because it's, they're socializing. Yeah, you're socializing. Who, who would have thought that a company as big as Netflix would, would re- respond to your, your, um, your, your Insta story? It's not even a proper post. It's just an Insta story. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I screenshot that thing and I posted on Insta story as well. So imagine if that were to happen to an influencer. Yep. Someone and when I posted the thing about Big Bang Theory show, I can guarantee you I think about 50 or 60 people in my following found out that Big Netflix. Bang Theory is available on Netflix because mm. of my post. The spread of words. Huh? Yeah. So and 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 then the fact that Netflix re- responded to my text also kind of, you know, it's a kind of engagement. Yeah, correct. You, it may, it may, it may not be complete, right? But it's something. Yeah, I mean, it's, how hard could you be to just type ha ha ha? With this H-A-H-A-H-A, you get to have 50 potential. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's effortless. Yes. These are the things that are the, that don't cost anything, but someone has to be there to actually do that all the yes. time. So always remember, your brand needs to communicate and communicating is this all sorts of form. Imagine a human that doesn't talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it goes for that yeah. human. <laughs> all right. Next, next up. up. Use your personal account in the beginning. Uh, if you're planning to grow your brand's Facebook page, you need to add this step. Very important. Since Facebook has dramatically reduced the visibility of pages on platform, your content will not be seen by anyone, no matter how awesome it is. Mm-hmm. You will need to use your personal account to share this content so they are seen by your friends and their friends. Then eventually, if they are interested, they will follow your page and you start snowballing organic followers eventually. Mm-hmm. So usually what we do now here is uh, we actually boost our page uh, page content because Facebook has made it very clear. If you're a page and you are not like uh, TechCrunch or Mashable or CNN or BBC, right? Chances are it's very difficult for new people 
to, to see your content. So the best way to do it is you put a few bucks in there, let it run for a few days, and so that at least at every single time you boost it, someone new will see it. And mm. chances are, if one of them follow you, then there's one additional follower per every time you boost. But if you don't want to pay money, the only way to do that is you have to share it with your personal account. Mm, correct. That is at also, the beginning. Yeah, right? at the beginning. That's also included, provided if your personal account has a lot of friends and they have a lot of friends. If not, then there's no point as well. Yeah, correct. So they'll just be like barking in the middle of the forest and no one is there to hear you. Mm. You can you can bark the most beautiful Beethoven sounds, but no one is hear you. If no one hears you, no one knows you exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's quite it's quite normal. I mean it's not normal. I mean it's quite generic whereby, you know, all how all business owners they all started off with like introducing their business through their friend circle first. Yes. Then yeah. Then eventually if, they start to grow some proper yeah. So yeah, yeah it's the same true. concept, similar, similar, same. Yep. Yeah. Next up. Very occasionally sell. All brand needs to sell and your audience knows it. But do it in such a way that they want to buy from you. Build a social media presence for your brand without spending a dime is possible. But it requires a lot of tedious work, learning and time, which you as a business owner will not have it. Yes, oh. <laughs> that is a very, very important. That's actually a very, very important uh, 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 statement point. Yeah, <laughs> because as a business owner, if you want to do everything yourself, you can't get anything done. Yeah, it's to me, it's it's the balance between uh, it's it, it it all comes down to measuring your self worth, mm. right? How much self worth here means in monetary forms, right? How much is your hour worth? Yeah. And if your hour is worth more than having someone else to come and do that work for you, then pay someone else to do it. Yeah. Right. And if you don't worth, if you don't value yourself so much and that your hour is very cheap, then by all means, do your own social media. Yeah. A, prop, like a, a good business owner knows how to leverage time. Yeah. And use people. <laughs> yeah. Instead of having to control everybody, <laughs> micromanage everybody, just, you know, Set a goal. Put a task there. Set a goal and close one eye and just let it happen. Yeah, as yeah. long as the as long as the objective is met, that's all. Yeah, because <laughs> you have much bigger responsibilities. Yes, you have much bigger <laughs> responsibilities. Um, and and as a business owner, I believe that that the best thing, no, no matter how expensive, sometimes they will. When you calculate it right, it will still be cheaper than you spending your own time doing. Yeah, all. exactly. Your time is more valuable. Yeah. All right. So that's it for Social Media Weekly this week. Social Media Weekly podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube, and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly episode 2nd July 2019. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. Au revoir. Bye.